0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening, welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as a busy few days of European football continues. Rangers are in Seville to take on Real Betis, knowing they could still finish first, second or third in the group. Celtic's Champions League campaign comes to an end with a long-awaited win against Feyenoord and Aberdeen are underway against Eintracht Frankfurt and Barry Robson has made changes ahead of Sunday's League Cup Final, I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight, no one's going to think it's a Thursday You two very rarely team up in here towards the end of the week Andy mm-hmm. Halliday and Gordon DL were watching Aberdeen at the moment We had Celtic last night, Rangers still to come Busy period Yeah, busy period for Scottish clubs uh, We'll start with Celtic, well done Terrific victory for them, I've got to say, Gordon How football changes very, very quickly indeed uh, Celtic couldn't buy a win Got one last night. Lager Bielka couldn't buy a, a game. Come off the bench to be the hero. Just shows you it can turn very, very quickly. Tonight, Aberdeen are at home. Um, still nil-nil. Good game, but all eyes will be focused on Rangers. Rangers got a great opportunity, but what is the starting lineup going to be? Yeah, I thought it was a very entertaining game last night. Uh, I thought it was a. Uh, I thought it was the least Celtic deserve throughout the campaign. There's been a lot of promise when all results backed up, but obviously the first one and. Uh, in 10 years at home which is is, is is important for building blocks moving forward hopefully we get some more entertainment with the two games we've got tonight you rightly pointed out Aberdeen's starting lineup was very interesting with the final at the weekend uh, but I don't think Rangers have that luxury with them at injuries and uh, a couple obviously not travelling again so it'll be interesting to see what their lineup is come on down then 01419511025 Celtic fans what did you make of last night how good was it to finally get that win we know it had a the, the dead rubber tag in terms of nothing could be achieved but we know there was money on the line we know there was coefficient points and maybe more importantly just getting that win getting that long awaited win ending some of the the statistics that had been doing the rounds maybe freeing this group of players from some of the the sort of pressure and the, the scrutiny of that run so what did you make of last night who stood out for you who was good who impressed you uh, what a what a night for Gustav Lager Bielka not in the team a few eyebrows raised Stephen Welsh back from a long term injury I guess he was very good I'm sure most of you would think uh, along those lines as well um, and perhaps what you think going forward in the competition 01419511025 Rangers fans you know the drill how do you think the game's going to go predict the team who's going who's going to play who's not uh, and what about Sunday how much does that come into the thinking you don't have to pick one. You can want to win both games, of course, but how much does it come into the thinking um, as we look ahead to the League Cup final as well? So 01419511025. Uh, and it is different for Aberdeen, obviously, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Theirs is a dead rubber as well. They can make, I think it was eight changes. They can focus very much on the League Cup final, whereas it's perhaps Rangers... Can't. Yeah, Rangers are in a different um, situation, Gordon, as we all know. Aberdeen, quite right. I'd do the same myself. I was Barry Robson. You're looking at probably biggest game of the season for Aberdeen. Biggest game in a long time for them under Barry Robson, who has come on under a little bit of pressure, but got bags of backing for Dave Cormack at the AGM. So um, I'm not surprised with that. On the other hand, Rangers are going to continue progressing in Europe a great chance to top the group which would be brilliant for them 
Um, so it'll be the strongest team possible for Rangers tonight. They'll concentrate on Thursday, and then after that, they'll look forward to Hamden on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, eight changes, like we said, and the likes of, you know, Nicky Devlin, Leighton Clarkson, Shinny, they've played basically every game, but it was interesting to see Mioski not even on the bench, so is there a worry going into, mm. the, into the final at the weekend? Uh, like I said, the Rangers certainly not got that luxury. It's a, it, it's a must-win tie if they want to guarantee progress into Europa League. Uh, and obviously, with the omissions of quite a few that have raised a lot of eyebrows, means the likes that they've only got one left-back travelling over. In terms of injury states, they've only got two or three centre mids. Obviously, Cantwell would unfortunately use a, a family matter, so slim pickings for... Come on tonight Right come on What did you make of last night Celtic fans How important was it We were asking that In the build up to the game How how seriously were you taking it What were you hoping to learn What were you hoping to gain Now that we know it was a victory How do you reflect on it We'll look at some of the Personnel stories in there as well uh, And Rangers fans What are you thinking about tonight It could be first in the group It could be second It could be third And into the conference league Got the league cup final Round the corner as well So I just wonder How you would sum up your feelings and, and how much importance you place on tonight and of course that old game of predict the team which we always like 01419511025 for what it's worth we are midway through the first half at Pataudry it's Aberdeen nil, Frankfurt nil. Uh, I mean Frankfurt beat Bayern Munich 5-1 mm. was it at the weekend which perhaps didn't bode well for Aberdeen but um, not much doing so far let's cross live to Seville and speak to Andrew McLean Clyde One Super Scoreboards European coverage with Trustbeat Scotland. For life after debt, visit trustbeatscotland.net. Andrew, not long to kick off, although it is a later one, uh, 8 o'clock tonight. What's the build-up been like? Yeah, all quiet in here, as you'd expect at the moment, a couple of hours before kick-off, but I look over to the far left corner at the moment. Up in the gods, some of the Rangers fans have already made their way into the ground, flags on display up there, and there are, I think, around three or 4,000 Rangers fans that have come into the city, back to a place where... They've had some bad memories, of course, in the, in the last 18 months, but speaking to a few fans today about their optimism levels, some of them quite optimistic ahead of tonight, others not so much, but what we do know is that you know this is the first of many huge games coming up for Rangers. By this time next week, they could have topped the Europa League group, they could have won the League Cup, they could be just two points behind Celtic, but that's only if it all goes perfectly for them. Philip Clement says he's a half a glass half full type of character easy for me to say but he'll be believing it is possible step one is getting the job done tonight it won't be easy though Real Madrid came here at the weekend they had to settle for a draw Betis unbeaten at home all season as well they've got their own ambitions as well of topping the group making an impact in this competition and when it comes to team news as well decisions to be made by Philip Clement Leon Balogun who's well trusted by the Rangers manager not in the European squad so who slots in next to Connor Goldson will it be John Souter that gets the nod is it going to be Ben Davies that gets the nod in there you look in the right wing spot Rabi Matondo Ross McCausland they're both competing to potentially start out there and the big one as Andy was talking about there no Todd Cantwell due to family reasons he hasn't travelled so how does that midfield set up that number 10 spot who is going to play in that position we will find out in a wee while but I'm sure Rangers fans will give us their thoughts on the phones of exactly how they want Philip Clement to line up for this one come on answer the man 01419511025 Rangers fans what are you thinking how are you looking ahead to it who should play who shouldn't play all the usual big game pre-match questions we've got a big game to look back on as well with Jerry 
who's a Celtic fan. Jerry, you could all obviously only take so much from last night with the, the campaign already being over. What? How do you look back on it all now? Disappointment, Gordon. Uh, the usual same old story. Um, it's it, Just going forward, look, I'm delighted we got the win last night, obviously, but it's a win that ultimately... All it gets is maybe a few thousand, hundred thousand pounds in the bank, which I know it's not to be sniffed at, especially for Peter Lawwell. But uh, hey ho, two, two million for what it's worth. I know it's the yeah. same logic might apply, but two million. Right. Yeah, look, two million is a good, a good one. But it's how we spend that money going forward. I want the board and the manager to be in sync together. What I don't want is to see what happened four years ago and Brendan just walk out. And by the way, by the way, Brendan Rodgers has to improve his signing policies as well. I could throw out guys like Charlie Masonda. Doris De Vries Ebui Kawasi Who were Brendan Rodgers signings And now he's brought in guys Like Nat Phillips And maybe it's just Naive to think that He knows Phillips From 10 years ago When he was a teenager But I feel like There are certain players Who have come in Clearly Brendan Rodgers Has wanted And they have not been successes There have obviously All been guys in the past Like Marion Schwed Daniel Lazani Who have been lumbered on him But the board And the club Need to be as one Going forward Because if they're not going to be the same old story in 12 months time and as a Celtic fan who pays good money for season tickets for merchandise hospitality all that stuff giving my hard earned money to the club along with thousands of other people that's not good enough So it sounds like you're very much still you know, annoyed about the, the failures of the campaign overall rather than, than taking any heart from last night Last night was a win in a dead rubber situation it, yes the money is great but what about Europe and now we have to focus on domestic football again. And the other mob across the city, you know, I hate to say it, they are, they'd be better than us in Europe for the most part. I know they're still the worst ever Champions League team in all time, but overall, they, they last long in Europe. That can't be denied. It's very, very frustrating when we are financially more secure than them. We have much more money. And either we don't spend enough or we spend it very, very poorly. And I'm, I'm really sick of it. I guess both things can be true at the same time. It can be... An annoying, frustrating campaign overall for Jerry as a Celtic fan With an acknowledgement that you would have still rather won last night than not And, and take whatever you can from it Yeah, I think I think a lot of um, what Jerry said I think a lot of Celtic fans would probably agree with most of it But I just take it in isolation going Last night, especially after watching them at Kilmarnock at Rugby Park at weekend They needed a big performance They needed to go and get that sort of a monkey off their back With a victory as well Especially at Celtic Park, massive crowd inside as normal. Um, I thought it was a real good result. And do you know why I thought it was really good? Because I watched the game and I thought Feyenoord played some terrific football at times. I really did. And I thought they were a decent, decent side. Now, you can take on board, yeah, it was a dead rubber, but it was all about getting the result to go forward. And especially into the campaign, they play obviously Andy's team at the weekend. I do agree with Jerry that. January and the summer transfer market's got to be very important. I think Celtic have wasted a lot of money, a lot of wages and and players that just didn't fit the criteria of the club. But all clubs do it. You cannot go through signing every player and it's going to be a success. It doesn't happen, doesn't matter what club you look at. But I think Celtic need to get it right this time. Was it important to just win one, Andy, whether it's a dead rubber or not? What, what do you think of the... The significance of last night if there is any No I, I certainly think it would be Because you talk about progress When 
a lot of chat when Brendan Rodgers got the job as he wants to continue the domestic dominance that Celtic's had but improve them in Europe from his time at the club and from Postecoglou uh, over the last couple of years and uh, you know you look at last year we gave Angie's Celtic so much praise in terms of their performances but the results weren't matched I thought when the draw for the Champions League came out this year I thought Celtic would really fancy this group I think it was a group they would fancy themselves to hopefully sneak into second place or third listen the Atletico European Giants super club if you could take a point at home which Celtic did great but I think Celtic look, look back at the two Lazio games, specifically the one at home where they did play very, very well, but ultimately didn't get the result. And, and in terms of the game last night, I've seen Celtic play a lot better than last night over the, uh, in the Champions League over the last few years and lose games. I thought Feyenoord would be baffled that they've went in 1-0 uh, down at half-time, but I think a lot of that was down to, for me, Joe Hart's best performance for Celtic this season. Is there any sort of psychological boost, Jerry, that can be delivered? Because we mentioned the money and so on, but you know, just having... Even if it was in a dead rubber, as you put it, just having that that record put to an end and just having that that win, maybe just just something to hang on to or, or build on going forward. Not really, Gordon. I'm just I'm just depressed with the whole European form of the last few years. Not just under Brendan, but under Ange and Neil. Uh, it just seems to be the same old story. And the board and the managers and the players, by the way, are culpable of all that. Can I just change tack one very quickly? Yeah, I just I just want to make this point. It's just a bit of fun. Just put Andy in the spot with some Gordon's on. Make it quick, make it quick. Right. Last year Andy said Hearts no, you wanted Rangers to win the title, but he's a Hearts player. I always thought a Hearts player would want Hearts to win the title. And Clyde one to be fair did that big thing at the end of the season when Gio got sacked and only Mark Wilson, the great Mark Wilson, the great intelligent Mark Wilson, had tipped Celtic to win the league. Andy, would Andy, would Andy Murray want Djokovic or Federer to win Wimbledon Well Jerry, it was actually a prediction of who would win the league It wasn't who I want to win the league So let's not be silly now Okay, would you not really want Hearts to predict to win the league? Would Absol- you not actually want your own team? Would you not Absol- Absolutely, I want Hearts to win the league, yeah But you'd be like, like you the guy in Scotland you happy predicting now? Hearts to win the league You happy now Jerry? Psychologically, is it not a bad thing You want to say another team's going to win the championship that you're competing for? No, again, you've just got it wrong again You says that I want to win the, cha- want to win the premiership That's not what I said Psychologically, you have predicted another team to win the championship. Do you not think that's a, a really silly way to approach your well, football career? Well, I was asked a question and I answered it. And again, I, I predicted that Celtic would go out this group, but didn't mean that I wanted it, wanted it to happen. And it never happened. So well, that's the end of it. Jerry says that was his idea of fun. Oh, we're not to go one of Jerry's parties. What about John and Blantyre? John, um, is it all about kind of overall annoyance still, or are you, are you taking any heart, any positivity from last night? No, you really. If you look at the big picture, you really can't be that annoyed. I mean, see when you, you think back, like I think Manchester has already spent a couple hundred million before they even got to the, the quarterfinals. Uh, just. Um, Celtic Rangers there's, we just can't compete mm. uh, see when I think back when we signed Sutton we signed, we signed Sutton for six Harrison for six Lennon for six and that's, that was 20 odd years ago so we're all spending 12 million pounds in players now so but what, what, is this, what does this all mean John right because no, I, I don't think anyone's suggesting Celtic should win the Champions League and I'm not no. and, and I'm not going to try and polish Celtic's campaign and, and make out that it was better than it was but Celtic finished on Celtic finished on four points, right? They probably should have beat Lazio at home. So it, it's not a case of saying, oh, "What can we do?" Throw your hands up in the air. There's nothing we can do. Celtic are maybe a little bit of extra ambition or one or two tactical tweaks away from at least putting up a fight at finishing third. That gets you Europa League football after Christmas, and maybe just maybe building on that. And, and sneaking second Surely this like Defeatist Like oh it can't possibly be done Look at the money 
Where, that 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 surely doesn't apply here when you look well, at, well, at the, the games that have just taken place. Well, if it doesn't apply, who wins the Champions League every year? But again, Celtic's aim is not to win the Champions League. I know that, Gordon. I know that, but I'm saying the money involved is. I, I'm overly. Didn't he start the last game? He scored nearly 200 goals in Serie A. Right, he's easily even started the game. He's what I mean, which is I get worth forty million. No, but I get that, so, but you John, but you've watched the games. Are you are you trying to tell me that with a little tweak here or there, Celtic couldn't have done uh, couldn't have beaten Lazio over over the two games? Or certainly sort of won that won the game at Celtic Park. Right, I agree with you, right. They've played they've not it's not as if they've been slaughtered, they've not been slaughtered in any of the Champions League games, but I mean people are going about their their Champions League record. You're playing against teams the best. I mean, Copenhagen that they're an anomaly, right? You, you'll get one of them every year, right? But you're playing against teams that have got absolute fortunes. They're not spending £80 million a player because it doesn't make any difference. But these are the guys, I mean, Celtic Rangers, we can see if we get anything. See if four or five points for areas. That's a result. As far, and I'm not saying it's a defeat statute, but it's just reality. As I said, Man City had spent hundreds of millions before they even got to the quarterfinals. I mean, you talk about a team, one of the richest teams in the world. They could have got their grip. I mean, that, that, I mean that's that is the reality of the Champions League. They could, they could see before they they won it. I see if you think back, when Man City even had all the money. I don't think they even qualified. I think the first couple of years they think they qualified at their grip, and they spent about three hundred million. Well, if Celtic, so, if Celtic, can't, if Celtic can't get out of a group, or at least aim, sorry, to finish third in a group that's got Feyenoord and Lazio in it, then you would genuinely be as well as not. You know, not taking part. I think I think that's a big worry. I think look, we're not expecting totally competing. That's all yeah, I said. Yeah, not doing yeah. It. And I think I think in tight, uh, especially this uh, campaign, you talk about Lazio at home. I think if he looks back over a campaign, a few set plays, goals, lack lack of concentration against top quality players that punish you, and down to nine over there. Uh, nine, yeah, exactly, Gordon. Um, I, I I think there's there's a lot to build on for them. Um, but you're right. I think when you get into these sort of groups and these Champions League groups where you're getting all the money as well, I think Celtic, what, they make just under 30 million out of this. So, so it's, it's decent it's decent money. Um, and plus the fact, if you've had any ambition at all, you have got to be looking at third and upwards. You don't want to be finishing last. You know you're going to come in for a bit of criticism. I don't care how much money you've got. You can obviously look to finish third and upwards and I think that's where Celtic have to progress yeah I, I, listen I can understand uh, John's point I think that's a, a, a big gripe with a lot of our domestic teams when they come up against the old firm uh, but for me I, I, I can't imagine there's a massive financial gulf between Celtic and Feyenoord uh, I think they'd be pretty much on a on a level playing field and Brendan Rodgers said it before the game last night and I agree I think Celtic have still proved they belong at Champions League level I think the performances have been there uh, again I, I touched on the Lazio game at home I thought Celtic were the better team throughout uh, and they got hit with a sucker punch by a pedal header in the last minute. I thought they were well in the game, uh, away to final specifically in the first half until the sending-offs. We go to last season, Shakhtar, both legs, Leipzig at home, Real Madrid for the first half. I think they've showed they belong at this level, but I think it's so key to progress to the next level. That 8, 9, 10 players you recruit in the summer, instead of 3, 4, 5 being mm. a hit, you're looking at 70-80% of coming really strength in the starting 11. Well, speaking of which, last night specifically was very interesting from a personnel point of view. Thank you to John um, and Jerry who were talking more kind of overall, bigger picture, Champions League level. 
Uh, what about last night specifically? What about Gustav Lagerbielka? What a story for him coming on and scoring the winner. Stephen Welsh hasn't played much football this season. He came in at the heart of the defence. Liam Scales again, maybe when people were just about starting to doubt whether he could be that mainstay, goes and puts in a man of the match performance. Uh, and I'm sure there was a few other specific points on last night you want to get through so if you want to do it right now please do and Rangers fans how are you feeling about what are we an hour and 40 minutes ahead of kickoff? 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard hear it watch it search the YouTube stream now you are the voice of Scottish football call 0141 951 1025 Clyde One, Super Scoreboard. And the Halliday and Gordon DL are here and it's been a good start to the night for the Scottish teams. Aberdeen lead Eintracht Frankfurt by a goal to nil. A good goal as well from Duke. Yeah, well, a very good goal. Yeah, well, that's probably someone that's got a point to prove. Um, he's a decent player, but Barry Robson tends to, in the big games, leave him on the bench, bring him he's on. He's just not hit the heights of last season, no, has he, though? but he's certainly got something. And I think he's been out there with we purpose tonight to say, I'm still round about here if you're looking for me to go in this cup final team. Yeah, he's causing one or two problems yeah. as well. Uh, right, let's bring in Derek, who's in Straven. How's it going, Derek? I'm fine. Uh, good to hear from you again. And you, what are you thinking tonight? Uh, I've just listened to, I've been listening to this for months on end and year on end about Celtic um, not having the same resources, etc. Well, try saying that to Kilmarnock and all these other teams in the Scottish League. My, my, my opinion is, and what tends to be the accepted norm now is, we're not going into, to win it. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe we should go into the Championship and think we can win it um, and get a bit further. I think it's all to do with mentality. Smaller teams, any era, any era at all in life, from military or whatever, smaller teams with the right tactics and most importantly belief um, can go a lot mm. further. And I, I think it's a psychological problem we seem to have, not just the Celtic, but the teams in Scotland in general. Do you think that's maybe why winning last night was important, Derek? Like, I think it was very important. I was absolutely um, over the moon. You might say it's a dead rubber, but it's not because there's a good couple of million pounds in the bank. But I really think psychologically, if you actually look at the progression and look at the, and not making excuses, but look at the players that were missing. And, and to do what we have done with with all those injuries, etc., we should start talking our game up. All of our teams, not just Celtic, and look at and look at what we've done. And stop moaning about eh, we don't have the money, we don't have this, and we don't have that because they perform well. There's very very little in it. There was so so little in that group that we could have perhaps got second, third, definitely. So I, I think it's a belief problem. And I think possibly a, a tactical problem, but I think that the tactical side will come right. How important was last night for belief? Because like these stats, they're probably used more by you know, opposition fans than anything. And ultimately, if you've not won in however many years, that that's it's nothing really to do with Kyogo mm -hmm. or Luis Palma or whatever. But just to sort of know then, if there's any of for the avoidance of doubt that you can go and win games at that level. Is that, is that important? Oh, I think it's really important. Cause I, listen, we spoke about this last year, how it's been nine games since Celtic won at home. We're going at the, near the end of this campaign, we're saying it could be 10 years since Celtic won at home. And we it coincides with how we keep saying Celtic have played well, but they're not winning games. 
for me, if that's a pl- if, if you're a player and you're turning up and you know our teams gave it the best we've got, we've went toe to toe with a team, but we've lost two one in the last minute. Psychologically, that must be damning. But then obviously get the win last <coughs> night was really really important. Uh, I'm listen. I, I agreed with what with a lot what Derek says, but I don't think belief has been an issue with Celtic at all. Because no. I actually think their approach to games has always been an, uh, an attacking intent. I think they've kept their style within that. Tactically, potentially, but I don't think belief's been an issue. Um, what Specifically last night, Gordon, what was what was good about it? I mean, obviously the result, I think on paper, it's just it's just not the starting 11, as you know, Derek alluded to injuries and stuff, that Celtic fans wanted to get into a Champions League group stage game with in 2023. It got the job done. What... What impressed you? Um, I thought they defended brilliantly at times. I've got to say, I thought uh, Skills was outstanding. I thought the goalkeeper, Joe Hart, who comes in for a lot of criticism, uh, probably had his best game. I totally agree with Andy in a Celtic strip. Um, collectively, I thought they played very well. O'Reilly always has that in his locker, pops up with that terrific ball. Um, they scored the goals at the right time. At 1-1... I'm looking at the game and I'm thinking, this is going to be one of these situations where Feyenoord go up the park and probably go and win this. But I thought they showed character as well. Um, because you're 1-0 up, you know all the pressure, you've read all the headlines, you know what it's all about. And um, you're under a little bit of pressure, but good character from Celtic to go and get the winner. And delighted for Lager Bielka. He's, he's come in for a bit of criticism. You look at that last night, he must have been you know, feeling a bit down sitting on the bench, thinking, well, I've got an opportunity, is my career here finished? And then within minutes, uh, near the end of the game, he's a hero. And the, f- the fans are all celebrating with him, so I'm delighted for the, the, the that lad. Um, I just thought that Celtic played particularly well, and I thought it was a good result because I thought they're not a bad passing team at all. Yeah, what did you make when you when you saw the team Andy and realised Lager Bielka still wasn't in it? You know, Nat Phillips was dropped, Stephen Wells came in, and by the way, by all accounts, not by all accounts, but it feels like everyone you you speak to thinks Stephen Wells did well last night. Yeah. Also, so it's not like it was a a mistake if you know from, from Brendan Rodgers. It's not a bad decision, um, but it was one that certainly got everyone debating before the game, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and listen, you then read into it was only a couple of weeks ago when. Uh, when Brendan Rodgers were referring to Mikey George and he says sometimes you need to show me more in training to really be in my plans and then you see Lagabielka again after a call from he'd be in the team at the weekend instead of Nat Phillips to be on the bench again and Stephen Welsh played his first game since Petodre in the second game of the season you start to ask the question does he really fancy Lagabielka does he like what he's in training but obviously massive for uh, for, for Lagabielka to come on and, and score such an important goal but listen I, I think it's important what you said because all things can be right I thought Stephen Welsh was outstanding I thought he was the best out of the three I thought Stephen Welsh considering it's his first game for such a long time I thought done very 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 well as well and then Lagabielka coming on with the mm. most important minute in the last minute yeah who caught your eye Derek? You've actually covered different all the ones I was going to mention. To be honest with ah, you, ah, they were. Listen, you can put it better than those two. They have, well, at the end of the day, bringing two two guys on the the in fairness, you don't even think about very much, um, and for them to do the job they've done, it shows there's an awful lot of good work going on behind the scenes that that will come to fruition as time goes on. And um, I can't wait until um, our next punch at the at, at the Champions League next year because I'm sure. Will be there, um, and I'm sure we'll go further 
uh, and we just need to start thinking. And I don't go with this with not aiming to win it. This is that really gets my back up. You should go into thinking we can win. It might sound silly, but you must go in thinking you're going to win. And at least you're going to get somewhere. That, that that's really my, the core of my point. Oh, see, I, I do. I, I generally love the optimism, and it was me that said to the last caller not to be so defeatist. But there must be a light. There mm-hmm. must be a line. Celtic are not aiming. Ugh, Celtic are not thinking about winning the Champions League, are they? Well, I don't know. You need to ask Brendan Rodgers. Surely, there's only a very small handful know? of teams do that, don't know. I, I think you've got to aim high to get somewhere. Certainly aiming high I like it's, a bit it. like, it's a bit like you aiming to win like mastermind yeah. If you I'm don't like, mind me saying I'm like that I'm a bit like Derek I'm a, I go out there I'm a dreamer I aim high <laughs> I, never, I, I never reach the heights Andy but I, but I certainly aim for them But listen Derek's right If you're going into the tournament Getting me a positive attitude They're never going to win it But getting me a positive attitude it sounds better, doesn't it? Oh, well, I got I got called yeah. out for not saying that I expect my team to win the league, so maybe I should come with that approach more often. But Hearts uh, got to win the league. <laughs> uh, but listen, obviously a huge bonus for Celtic. What a bonus for young Mitchell Frame as well. I thought he was excellent yeah, when he came yeah. on, seventeen-year-old getting his, his Champions League debut. Um, let's hear Brendan Rodgers on Lager Bielka. Well, it was a great moment for him because he hasn't been involved in a lot of the squads. Uh, other guys have been in front of him, uh, but his attitude in training and. And the mayor has been super, um, and I wish he, he's always been ready. So to come in and obviously, like you say, the irony of him getting sent off and then get the winning goal in the game was was great. So, uh, so yeah, it was it was a really nice moment for him. What do you think? What did you make of his introduction? Can that be a moment he kicks on from? Do you see it making any difference that maybe Stephen Welsh is now ahead of him in the pecking order? But can that be a bit of a turning point uh, for Gustav Lagerbielka? Let us know all your thoughts. On last night, please. We do have half time at Pataudry. Let's quickly get to Dave Galloway, who'll tell us how it went. Yes, Gordon. Aberdeen won. Eintracht Frankfurt nil with the League Cup final against Rangers just around the corner. Aberdeen made eight changes to their starting lineup. Eintracht, who showed six changes themselves, took early control and dominated possession, knocking the ball about very confidently. Uh, Jessic in Gangcam looked impressive. He flashed the shot just past the far post after a ball over the top. And Niels Nkonku got to the end of a knockdown. His swerving drive went narrowly wide. The home team looking well organised but offering very little in attack however after 41 minutes the Dons took the lead with a very well worked goal Duke played a lovely 1-2 with Shade and Morris and when the cross came into the box Duke had a very simple task to slide the ball into the net as Pataudry at long last came to life at the interval Aberdeen 1 Eintracht Frankfurt 0 Long may it continue what about tonight's later game Alan is a Rangers fan and East Kilbride how do you feel heading into this one tonight, Alan? Uh, bit optimistic. I think we'll get a draw. I think I win, but I think we'll get a draw. And the beauty of it is, Andy, I don't know what that will mean, really. Well, because it, it won't be enough if Sparta um, Prague won. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. So you're kind of looking at the other results as well. What is the... We're all talk, we're all, we've all got very deep. We're talking about mindset and aims and all. What, what, what should... Re- will Rangers just be all out to win this group tonight? N- nothing else considered or what? I, I, listen, I think the uh, the approach for the game will be to win the game, but I still think there'll be a couple of people with their phones in their pockets checking the Sparta Prague uh, score just in case there's any sort of tactical changes. Because listen, if, if Sparta Prague are losing one now with, with ten minutes to go, I don't think Rangers will be, got, will be going out for a goal. So uh, 
listen, it's going to be a difficult one. We all bet it's unbeaten at home for a long, long time. Uh, obviously got a draw against Real Madrid at the weekend. When they came to the Ibrox, to be fair, I thought I thought Rangers deserved to win that night. So I think it's going to be a competitive game. Uh, you've got to worry about the amount of injuries Rangers have got to key players in key areas of the pitch going into the game tonight. Uh, and listen, you know, you don't want to see them all doom and gloom, but I do think if Rangers don't get the job done tonight, They've got to look back at the four points against Limassol mm. that they've dropped over the campaign. What are your aims then, Alan? How much do you care about topping the group? And how much do you care about staying in the Europa League versus dropping into the Conference League? Both and both. Just want my team to do well in Europe, that's all I want to do. Um, but the point I wanted to put to the panel in the first place was, as you probably don't know your guy who's in me, about Brendan Rodgers. I think I actually dodged a bullet last night. If Celtic would have lost last night I think the crowd would have been out his back I just wanted to know how the panel felt about that even though they played well I, I think that's a certain I mean it's a certainty yeah, you, you lose games at those clubs <laughs> like if, if, if you lose to Kilmarnock in the way they, they lost at the weekend if they did lose last night but ironically they didn't they won it and so he's got to be congratulated because I think there was a lot of eyebrows raised when we seen the Celtic team last night. Welsh probably was a big one. And I've got to say, I do agree with Andy. I think, uh, my personal opinion, I thought Scales just tipped him, but I thought Welsh, for coming back, first game since mm. when, August or something? Absolutely brilliant. Four months, exactly. Yeah, brilliant. And to be thrown into that, um, I thought mm. he handled it very, very well. But... Um, <sighs> What about tonight? Alan kicked us off talking about that and we said a lot can change for Rangers. It can be first, it can be second, it can be third. and, and So it's guaranteed European football after Christmas. It might be Europa League progression. It might be a better form mm. of Europa League progression. What would what would, what would would satisfy, you know, what would be what would be deemed success? Just, just, just looking at the manager and the way he's come in and went about his business at Rangers, I think he's obviously going out there been interesting to hear his team, but I think he's going to go for the win because I, f- I fancy Sparta tonight. I, I think it'd be a very disappointing campaign if Rangers don't go through the group. So if they finish third and end in the Conference League, that's I that's think that's a disappointing campaign. Yeah. yeah, because you're going back to the two games, Limassol, especially at home. Yeah, you know you fancy Rangers all day long at home to pick up uh, better points, but I think Rangers need to get a result tonight, and by meaning a result, I think they've got to win. Um, quickly then. If you've both got the same team written down, you don't need to both give me it, but let's predict the Rangers team because we'll get it next. Oh, Jack Button will be in goals. Uh, I Brave. think it'll be James Tavenier. Um, Connor Goulson, I think it'll be John Suter uh, next okay. to Goulson. I think, uh, obviously, Barisic will be the left-back. I think it'll be Sifuentes, Lundstrom, Lammers, McCaws and Seema Dessers. Any difference? Yeah, I'm going for Davis instead of Suter. And that's it? Yeah. We'll find out next. Cash for Kids Mission Christmas with J&D Pierce, Scotland's premier structural steel specialist, proud to support the local community. What a prize we have on store. I've been telling you about this for quite a few nights now, but it is worth repeating and if you're hearing it for the first time, you're going to think it's too good to be true. Trust me, because thanks to Arnold Clark, we've got a brand new BMW 1 series which could be yours pretty much for a fiver. All we're asking you to do is text the word CAR, C-A-R, to 84901 and that gives a voluntary £5 donation to Cash for Kids. So £5 straight to local children that need your help. The text costs a standard network rate message as well. And for that £5 donation, you're in the hat 
And you might win the brand new BMW 1 Series Just imagine it You're doing your bit for charity Your bit for the local community And you've got a brand new car to show for it as well The entries close at 6pm this Saturday The 16th of December It's over 18s only And the full T's and C's are at Clyde1.com So text CAR to 84901 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Andy Halliday and Gordon DL are here It's 0141-951-1025 I think one night we'll throw open the, the conversations at the break Can you do that? It's just funny to watch It's like watching like the modern current pro Trying to educate the old guy As to like the modern ways in and around the professional game It's just it's fascinating I think you'll find it the other way about I'm trying to educate Andy and a lot <laughs> Pass of, on your experience are you? <laughs> I'll bet you are um, Timing wise <laughs> Speaking of timing We've got the Rangers team Which will bail us out of whatever awkward conversation You're about to bring up So Andrew McLean One of them is going to be right Because they only had I think one, one difference in their team Who plays for Rangers tonight? Yeah well four changes tonight for Rangers, Balogun, Suter, Matondo and Cantwell all drop out for varying reasons. In come Connor Goldson, Ben Davies, Ross McCausland and Sam Lammers as well. So it will be Jack Butland who starts in goal for Rangers tonight. The back four, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Ben Davies and Borna Barisic. The two holding midfielders will be John Lundstrom and Jose Sifuentes on the right wing. Ross McCausland on the left wing, Abdallah Sima and it's going to be Sam Lammers in behind Cyril Dessers. We take a look at the substitutes as well on offer. Robbie McCrory, Kieran Wright, the two goalkeepers, then Suter, Matondo, Sterling, Roof, Devine, Lyle and McKinnon. Uh, it's 1-0 DL. You predicted Davies over Suter. Maybe that was just wishful thinking on Andy's part given that it's his ex-teammate. I won each member the last time we done our prediction. <laughs> yeah, but you, you knew, knew the, the team. team in advance. Um, I'm not surprised. I think I think he's, he's looking at one or two. Balogun's became... Uh, a regular, a favourite for him. Um, I think when he's out, Davis is the replacement. Um, look, I, the rest it picks itself. I, I, I don't think that was rocket science. It'll be interesting to see how Lammers uh, produces tonight. I think it's a big night for him. Um, as I said, football is very, very funny game. It can change very quickly. You've seen Lager Bielka come on last night, make himself out a hero. Can Sam Lammers do that tonight in Seville? Yeah, Andy, there's not the same... You, know, you could have really analysed that Ranger team tonight and, and, and tried to get a gauge on whether Philippe Clement was going all out for the win, whether he did have Sunday on his mind for certain players, but there, there's so few players available for Rangers that it, it did kind of pick itself, so there's not a huge analysis to be done, unfortunately, for us. No, I think... Well, you look at the striker, I think if Danilo and Dessers, then you're sort of to and fro for yep. the weekend. I think the number 10 position, Lammers, uh, Lawrence, Campbell, Campbell. There's, there's debates to be had there, centre mid area as well. But you're talking about not having a lot to, to pick from. Just look at that, the bench alone. I, I think I was trying to listen when Andrew was rhyming them off, but there's about six or seven academy products there. There's still the majority of the boys that are training and playing with the B team in there. So uh, it just shows if... They've not got a lot, but we've seen what happens when they, sometimes these young kids get a chance with, with Ross McCausland yeah. nailing his place again, getting an R-start. So if it's not Lammers, hopefully one of them can come on and make a difference. Yeah, McCrory, Wright, Suter, Matondo, Sterling, Roof, Devine, Lyle and McKinnon on the bench. So let's bring in Alan, who's a Rangers fan. Alan, what, what does what does tonight mean? What, what, what are you hoping for? What are you expecting? 
Uh, well, obviously, just to have the team, obviously hoping to win and top the group because I believe you go into the last 16. Mm-hmm. But uh, just as you said, uh, he's not got a lot to pick from. So uh, we played well against Betis at Ibrox, but it's a completely different team. So, it's, uh, yes, it's going to be a hard game. And listen, if it's, I don't want to go to the Europa uh, Conference, but if that's what it is, we're in after Christmas, so... Yeah, I, like, I think partly because it's new and you know people sort of, I don't know, scoff at the, the Conference League. I'm not sure if we're having conversations earlier about our teams not belonging at the Champions League, mm-hmm. you can't really scoff at the Conference League. No, you know, no. you look at West Ham won it and gave it big licks when they won it and so on. So I don't think in isolation it's a terrible level to be involved if you can get to the latter stages. But this is about the position Rangers were in, isn't it? It's about what they thought was going to come from this group. If it ends in Conference League, it shows that they've they've, they've not finished strongly, essentially. I, th- I think Andy's right. I think they'll be disappointed, Gordon. I think they've dropped um, valuable points there that everybody was expecting, which made this game tonight a lot more comfortable. But they've got a good record in Europe. They seem to bring out good performances in Europe. When you write them off, they just bounce back and they get a good result. Look, it's not the strongest starting eleven for Clement tonight. We know that, but it's up to guys to stand up and be counting. Plus, the fact you've got the added advantage, the carrot there to say, "There's a cup final coming up on Sunday. Show me that you want to be in that team as well." What a double that could be! Winning tonight and going and win the cup final at Hamden against Aberdeen. Yeah, Alan, how important is that side of it? And we always hear people banging on about one game at a time and that stuff. But just kind of getting through tonight, maybe even. The, the result in the other group can do you a turn and, and you know, coming through unscathed ahead of Sunday? That's the most important thing, coming through unscathed because even going to Sunday, what's going to change on Sunday, uh, Balogun will come back in, uh, Yilmaz will be available and we're not sure about Cantwell yet so there isn't much scope to change it on Sunday as well so hopefully it's, it'll never be an easy game tonight but yeah. Uh, It'll be really hard pushing now they've got Sunday. But years gone past, we've played well in Europe and came back and won an extra time in cup finals and that. So hopefully, Clement's got their fitness mm. up. And as Andy said earlier, I think the annoying thing in this group is of those four points to the, the weakest team and then in the league, of those four points to Aberdeen. Two stupid games of those mm-hmm. four points, eh? Um, so it gets, again, if we're on about psychology earlier, Andy, it's slightly different even just going into Sunday... You know, Alan's talking about personnel, which is understandable, but just make, making sure tonight isn't a bad night for whatever reason. Does that, would that help on Sunday? How separate are they? Um, I do think they are separate, to be honest. Yeah. I think, uh, listen, I, I think the, the Conference League is a good safety net. I think that's all it is. I think Rangers' aim tonight will be to, to get points. Obviously, they might have to have one eye on the other result, but if they get through, great. But I think Sunday is a completely different game. It's a final. They're always quite edgy. They're always quite cagey. You see Aberdeen's approach well. Uh, they've rested eight players, but they're still putting up a great fight after 50 minutes and still one up against Frankfurt. Uh, I do think that key thing that Alan just mentioned uh, there is coming out unscathed. I can I'm just picturing in my head just now a scenario if John Lundstrom gets injured Rangers midfield for, for, for Sunday Sifuentes mm. is obviously the other one tonight he's suspended Raskin's injured it looks like Ryan Jack's uh, still injured Lawrence is injured that's an area of the pitch where they can just afford no more injuries going into the final at the weekend mm, Thank you very much to Alan we are an hour and five minutes if you want to be specific away from kickoff. Uh over there in Seville we're back underway at Pataudry Aberdeen do still lead 
by that goal to nil against Eintracht Frankfurt and have just carved out a chance so similar to the goal that I was just making sure it wasn't a replay. Mm. You've fallen into that trap Many before. Many a time. You ever heard of that? It was a Ranger St. Johnson Morelos, just always stuck with me Morelos. And he's he's given it big He's gone They're in again They've scored It's the exact same <laughs> And it was a, just a replay You know my favourite Daza moment though Don't you well, There's many oh, no, You know McGabby. my favourite Bevis McGarvey That is superb Messi's uh, uh, team Listen, listen your, your partner in crime He's maybe competed with you Last night Let's play Beat the Pundit Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun Beat the pundit time. Did you hear about him last night? No, um, so we went to the tiebreaker. It was a good game. He was actually not what bad. a performance! Yeah. It was a brilliant game. So I think it was five all. Went to the tiebreaker, and the question was to the to the nearest year. What is the average age of players in the Scottish Premiership? And Mark said two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't don't you mean, mean, I think that's a poorly worded tiebreaker. That what is the average age? Age. Again, Do, no, he, he said a date above, I don't mind that. To the nearest year, what is the average age? And he said 2,000. 2,000 yeah. year olds running about uh, <laughs> the pitch at Fir Park in Pitodry. So Shame because what a performance he had beforehand as well. So was needless a good game. to say, lost oh. by a few. By 1,900. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite happy I lost because I'm in a terrible. You're in bad two, run. Two, Listen, two. you're in the presence of Beat the Pundit oh, loyalty good, tonight. He's very good. We'll see what happens tonight. 01419511025. I can see the lines lighting up. You know what's about to happen. You need to call before seven. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Play one super scoreboard. Andy Halliday and Gordon Diel are here. Now, the problem. Can I not breathe so heavily into the mic? <laughs> the problem is that um, we're on the live stream now, so you've spent the first half of the show in an Under Armour t shirt. You've rushed off and got changed I've at the break. For beat the pundit, who oh, when beat the, the pundit become so formal? I know, what's, what's happening? Um, no, I thought I'd just get dressed up for occasions coming up to Christmas. Go. I've been in a bad run. It's a strange time of year for a game of bowls. <sighs> I'll wait till you see my jacket and I've. What was the Bulls Bowling Club open at this time of year, is it? Nice number, yeah, you think, Andy? <laughs> you <laughs> you like look well, but you're absolutely busted at the chest there. Like the socks. He's <laughs> <laughs> not getting any shoes on. <laughs> anyway, uh, right, let's play Beat the Pundit. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Ah, he's all dressed up for the Clyde One Christmas party, honestly. Oh. Watch out if you're in Glasgow you City go. Centre. Wow. <laughs> I mean, is, is, oh, Hugh Keevans is in he's Brighton. He's in Brighton. The, the public being saved from yeah, his, his presence tonight. Anyway, let's meet tonight's contestant, who's Chris in Bishop Briggs. How's it going, Chris? Yeah, not too bad. How you doing? Yeah, not bad. You ever played before? No, never played before, Good, no. That's the way I like it. Gordon DL is in rank rotten form. The pundits overall are in rank rotten form, so you'll be hoping it's not Andy Halliday, I assume. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely. When was the last time you played, though? Um, last last oh, month. was it? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. We had the full uh, Stuttgart tobacco. Oh, don't. I, I've tried. That's mm. why. I've I, That kept me up for weeks. <laughs> I'd rather not think about that. Uh, heads, it's Andy Halliday. Tails, it is Gordon DL with his new outfit and his lack of shoes. Hey, go and put your shoes on. Just now while I'm talking or you no, can no, sit barefoot? No. Yeah, I'll sit barefoot. No, I've got my socks on. Um it is tails as well. It's so is it? barefoot over in the corner. Oh, Gordon no. DL. You're in bad, bad form oh, as well. Terrible. Can I take these off now? 
Yeah, take them off. I hate that. You, you listen. Up to you. Do what you like. Um, if you're going to take, keep them away from the mic, so I can't hear your music. Right, let's give Gordon DL some greatest hits. Radio. Thirty seconds on the clock, Chris. Answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know the answer. Okay. Okay, no problem. Right, good man. Your thirty seconds is on the clock, and your time starts now. Who scored Rangers' only goal in the last game against Betis? Uh, Apart from Celtic and Rangers Who's the only top flight team With a positive goal difference Before last night Who were the last team Celtic beat In the Champions League groups Bojan Miofsky Plays for which international side Macedonia Uh, John Spencer is the record signing For which Scottish Premiership team Uh, Who scored Wraith Rovers Late winner against their broth last night Uh, Bogan Okay, let's bring back Gordon DL. You ready? Yeah. Good. Same set of questions. Thirty seconds on the clock. You okay. look nervous. I need a win. Sweating, that's what it is. I need a this win. This is his feet, and your time starts. Buy some shoes. Now, who scored Rangers' only goal in the last game against Betis? Sima. Apart from Celtic and Rangers, who's the only top-flight team with a positive goal difference? Man. Before last night, who were the last team Celtic beat in the Champions League groups? Pash. Bojan Miofsky plays for which international side? Uh, Hungary. John Spencer <laughs> is the record signing for which Scottish top flight team? John Spencer. Motherwell. Who scored Wraith Rovers' late winner against our broth last night? Oh, um, Come on, Wraith Vaughan. Rovers legend. Vaughan. Louis Vaughan. Mm, what do you think, Chris? Uh, I think it's going to be close Yeah Seema did score the last time I'm afraid So it's 1-0 to Gordon um, Apart from Celtic and Rangers The only top flight team With a positive goal difference is Kelly Kilmarnock oh, no. no I know None of you got it um, The Before last night The last team Celtic beat In the is Champions it? League groups Was Anderlecht Anderlecht Away 2017 Dude. Brendan Rodgers I can't remember spell. your name What's your name? 3-0 <laughs> Chris. Chris 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 did you get that Chris? He did not No I did not no. Chris you're saying it's close You're on duck <laughs> I know Well, well listen You're only on one <laughs> um, And what I would say is I mean I don't want to get all geopolitical Or cause some sort of International incident But given that he's Closer than Gordon I'm inclined to give this to Chris Hold on. The producer isn't Serbia? having it Did he say so? No 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 It was closer than that Bojan Miofsky plays for North Macedonia. I sure he does. Chris said Macedonia. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll tell you what. It is different, but I'm it's giving him. Cr- it's Christmas, I'll give him that. Good on you. See? Thank producer was on your but, side for once as well. But, but if he beats me, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit that. Uh, John Spencer is the record signing for Motherwell. You both got it. This is your winner, this. Mm, and who scored Wraith Rovers winner against their broth last night he's a Wraith Rovers legend as we found out recently uh, his podcast history has gone everywhere such is as it, Vaughan? Uh, it is Lewis, Lewis Vaughan, Vaughan. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what was it you said Chris again what's that what was your answer to the Wraith Rovers one well, I said it was a mispronunciation because I, I said Vogan, but really, I know. I, I, I oh, hold on a minute, we'll give you that as well. He's not getting it, but you know, I just had a feeling when he said it because he sounded kind of sure, but he just said a name that was like, uh, it was just a GNH. I I know. Uh, I, I've got to be honest, I. Totally guess not. That suggests to me that somebody Googled it and showed you the answer, Chris, and you thought that Vaughn said Vogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't know. I'll tell you what it Quite suggests. Frankly. I'll tell you what it suggests, Chris. You're not getting a ball. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what that suggests, mate. Hard lines, Chris. Oh, I'm back. I'm back, Andy. Yeah.
Did you go down to that? I thought you were for time pressure was getting to you, but you got Vaughan right yeah, there. Well done. well done to Chris mm. and Bishop Briggs for taking part. I mean you're back. Must be, must be buzzing off you. Be a good night. Yeah, I'm wearing this lucky shirt next week. What well, you must be buzzing off Raith Rovers though. I mean your old team. Oh, How good are they? At oh, the end of games, I would be over the moon if they could go. Late drama. See, they could go and win that championship. <sighs> what was your haunt again? What do you mean, my haunt? Jackie, Jackie always, always is well, it still open? Oh, no. no, so that's not where they would go for their like no, their no, title no, celebration no, if no, they could no, do it. No, no, no. And is I've, it still a night spot or is it like no, no, a supermarket? Flats, is it flats now? Yeah, that's just not as sexy. Depends who's in them. That's a real shame. I wonder what Kirkcaldy's number one night spot is now, and would they have you back? Oh, they would certainly have me back. Mm. I'm a hero up there. Everywhere I go. No, I don't doubt it. I really don't. Um, but anyway, it's another victory and beat the pundit. Yeah. You needed that, though. I did need that, mate. I was under a bit of pressure. I'm not good with the countries. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yes, yes, we have. Well, um, after that, as much I don't need Hungary. Bevis McGabby, I can believe that, yeah. As, as much I don't need Hungary. Well, what all I'd say to you is it's nearer, Same it's nearer than Argentina is to Uganda, right? Mm, From okay. the last time. But, like, you know. Um, Eastern Europe, isn't it? Um, but yeah, you needed a win and you got it. So I am I'm happy enough that, that you managed to get that one. I must say that was it was better for you, much yeah. better. Uh, right, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five or Twitter at Clyde SSB. You have options. You can look back on last night's game against Feyenoord Celtic fans. If you took anything from it, first two calls tonight were pretty clear. Didn't really care if that's the right expression. No real. Optimism or positivity from it. Disappointing campaign. Last night didn't make much difference. Uh, and then we got a bit more um, of a look at last night and what it could mean and how positive it could be going forward and all that sort of stuff. Rangers fans, you heard the team. There's no real surprises. There's not really much in the way of availability. So the only debatable position we agreed was at centre-back, was it Ben Davies or John Souter? And it was Ben Davies who's been given the nod by Philippe Clement this evening. Looking back on last night, I think, is James in Port Glasgow, though. James? Stephen Gordon, Andy Gordon. Hello. Guys, I'd like to talk about one or two things. I thought last night was straight to a win. We got a bit of pride back. But if you look at the whole campaign, four centre-halves out, a winger out, and three midfielders out in all the games, that has got to have some effect on the team. Uh, Vickers was out. Bagger Velka was out, Rocky was out, Welsh was out, Hatati was out, Awati was out, Maeda was out, and Abada. Top quality players. Okay, we didn't get as far as we did, but I think we'd have a better chance if they had been played. Carter Vickers played one in the six games. One. I think Abada hadn't played any. And the other three or four boys up I think they'd won a few games between them and then that'd be point <laughs> I think people's forgetting Celtic get 2.4 million last night and a 990,000 for the draw against uh, Madrid so that takes up to 3.2 million no bad for two games well you spend it wisely though that's what a lot of Celtic fans have been asking isn't it <laughs> uh, I think the 3 million will get in the bank and the 200,000 will go in players <laughs> Um, look, I guess look, James is right If you are as Up against it In the Champions League as Celtic are Generally For maximum chance you do at least need everybody available But at the same time it's football And everybody gets injured And we're looking at Rangers tonight going over with very little options 
Um, and even you know last season's campaign, I think Celtic had defensive injuries at times as well. So, yeah, on one hand, of course, it would have given them a better mm-hmm. chance, and on the other, sometimes yeah. it's just what you've got to deal with. Yeah, isn't it? I can I can understand that. You can look back and think about would your like Hatatis and Cameron Carter Vickers make such a big difference? But I think every club that play in the Champions League could probably go to the same what I call excuse board. Um, <laughs> Why'd you call it that? I don't know. It's just a board full of excuses. It's the worst piece of equipment ever. <laughs> you got a big board up and you put all your excuses up. But hold on, uh, look, it is obviously a factor, especially if you take, because the irony is then, last night it was the sort of the, the worst in terms of availability and yet it was the, the game that Celtic well, won I but you go to Rome away um, <clears throat> and you really need people like Maeda to set your press don't you and you need you know, know you need I, options I, there yeah but I, I just think you look at Aberdeen tonight eight changes against Frankfurt mm-hmm. they're winning one now you look at Rangers going to Ibrox and everybody was commenting on probably the worst back four that Celtic's ever produced you know, if you can't score against Celtic today, you'll never beat them, you'll never score against them. They come away with a 1-0. You look at Welsh going in last night from August and they beat Feyenoord 2-1. Mm-hmm. It doesn't guarantee if you had everybody available, all these terrific players, and they're good players, and they do add something to Celtic, of course they do, um, that they would have picked up, they would finish second, finish third, or whatever it may be. I think that sometimes you look at the overall picture. For instance, I don't think it was anything to do with team selection against Lazio at Parkhead. I thought it was just poor defending. Um, you know, they lose a goal for set play. They had the game in their hand. They didn't know how to, to see it out. I thought tactically it was poor from them. I'm talking about the players on the pitch. So I think there's more to take into consideration just saying, well, we missed our big players, so we'd have probably you know, got more points and, and, and went further in the tournament. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, James just said it gives you a better chance. Surely it does. Yeah, I think it does, uh, especially when you like, listen, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Celtic's best defender. I don't think anyone will disagree with that. I think Rio Hattati in Europe last year was Celtic's best performer in the Champions League group stage games. Of course, Maeda, I think, when it comes to these big games as well, is so important for Celtic. So missing the likes of the 80, I think, is huge. But what it does, it presents opportunities for people. And now you see the emergence of Liam Scales in a Celtic jersey. That doesn't happen if these guys were talking about a fit, probably. Uh, and listen, you must say, Celtic have got a big enough squad to deal with it. You're talking about the players that don't even make the European squad. The Rocky, who they signed in the summer. Kobe Asher, who they signed in the last summer. Uh, and maybe not light for light in terms of quality, but like I says, it's, it's opportunities that presents yeah. itself for people to, to try and grasp it. The squad's big enough, but does it maybe shine a light then, James, on what Celtic need to do to combat these injuries because as we said injuries are going to happen so are the are the backup players good enough is there enough quality and well, reserve I think, there I think if you're honest and Gordon says it, it's a sort of excuse it's not really if you look at it we had one set, centre half out of four the five the whole back four were injured so you're going to struggle what I'm saying is I think if they had been fit and available we might have got third place. I'm not saying we'd have got second, mm-hmm. but we might have got third. You've got to take your opportunities, but we've also got to criticise last night. I've got to say what I think. I thought Mikey Johnson done one thing, <sighs> he put a cross in for all, and that was his contribution. And what happened to Greg Taylor, his part, he was going forward, getting the ball away, and then he was going to try and beat two or three players, they nipped in and took it off him. I'll be honest with you, if Feyenoord had their shooting boots on last night, 
we might not have got a win We had a better walk They yeah. ripped us apart a few times And you've got to be fair And do you know what though we, We've also been saying this We said it last night's show Could Celtic even get to the stage Where they do Whether it's scrape a win Or just get something That they've, they've not managed to do uh, The reason Andy Halliday Made that terrible noise Is because Aberdeen Have gone 2-0 up And it is a terrific goal I pulled a bit of a face I caught myself on the live stream before um, Because I thought they got An absolute stonewall penalty mm. Denied I've only seen one angle of it yeah, But it looked like a stonewall penalty uh, For that angle And Sockler Who by the way Just looks exactly like Miofsky And he wears number 19 yeah. And Miofsky wears 9 And it's very confusing um, But it's Sockler definitely Because Miofsky's not playing that is a wonderful goal from Aberdeen And they lead Eintracht Frankfurt for 2-0 In amongst all the discussions about Whether you can aim high And cause upsets and all the rest of it Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's definitely by design That mm-hmm. goal because both goals have been very very similar uh, You know Aberdeen are 5-4-1 compact When it gets into a certain area They try to nick it and play forward quickly And that's what the two goals have been But it's a fantastic finish And, and like he says I was in disbelief for the angle I seen that Aberdeen never got a penalty 45 seconds before But turns out it doesn't matter That'll be the team that starts on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the way they've performed tonight. I've been watching parts of this game. Yeah, all those t- guys that thought they were rested for the weekend have actually yeah, just been they're dropped. Out, they're out. I've got to say, what a finish that is. What, what a result as well, by the way. Dead rubber or not, again, financially, yeah. this is going to be big for Aberdeen. I mean, let's be careful because they, they did not lead Palk 2 0 yeah, as well. True, so let's, yeah, but nevertheless, 75 gone. Thanks to James on the line. What about Kevin? How do you look back on last night, Kevin? How you doing, boys? You alright? Good, thank you. Good. Uh, last night, it's obviously nothing but positives. It was good to get the three points finally uh, on the board. But I was just saying to the producer there, I think what you've seen uh, was we, we've played better than that in almost every game, apart from Madrid away. We've played uh, in the second half and final. We've played better than that in, in every game and get nothing. Um, apart from the point obviously at home against Madrid so it was we were due that three points last night and I know what uh, Gordon's saying there the final to the shooting bits on but for me you've got to give Joe Hart a bit of credit everybody's quick enough to give him stick he made a few big saves so I would give Joe the credit rather than say the strikers didn't have their shooting bits mm. on uh, mm. but He's, he's dressed like a bowler tonight And he's very upset Because it wasn't him that said it It was the previous caller I can see you shaking your head <laughs> Yeah, seriously. yeah, yeah I, I don't mind taking the blame For things I do and say oh, But sorry, that, No problem, Kevin We all make mistakes um, <laughs> Kevin, what did you make of Take me back to when you saw the team Come out, you know, before the game What, what did you think? What, what were your thoughts then When you saw the team? Shocked when I seen Welsh starting uh, I just felt, oh no Because Usually you wouldn't be too upset, and you know, Welsh is a, a decent, a decent player. But against a team that scores the amount of goals that Feyenoord scored, the Dutch champions, I think God they've got to have a field day with that boy at the back. But uh, we, we, I thought the team was is is it's pretty good, David. You know, we've I mean, got a lot of players out, and I, I think um, for me last night there was there was me that the. The, the team definitely needs strength. We need another striker, hundred uh, percent, for uh, to cover Kyogo. Uh, we need. I, I would bring in personally. I, I would bring in another centre half. Uh, Phillips has gone. He'll be going back to Liverpool, no doubt, in January. Um, How many centre halves do you need, though, <laughs> Kevin? I mean, so that's now. Is Lager Bielka? Is he back in the picture? Liam no, Scales is no, man no, of the match last night, and Stephen Welsh is there. Cameron Carter, Vickers, Mike Navrotsky. Surely don't need any more. 
Well, the big, the big boy, uh, Lager Bielka, his job's to defend, and I've yet to see him do that. So we'll, we'll see, mm. we'll see what he does if he gets the game. He has. Let's, let's not just congratulate, congratulate the guy for scoring a goal, but first and foremost, his job, his job's to defend, and he's been dodgy to say the least when I've seen him. Uh, the Rocky, him, he's been injured, and Greg Taylor for me. His form has been absolutely horrific this season, so he needs he needs pushing in the right direction uh, because his form's terrible. I think so that's, a, that's a really fair like. discussion. That I think from Lager Bielka, it's it's a brilliant story. You know the fact that there was all this debate about him. He comes on and he scores. Is Kevin on to something though? Does that does it actually do anything to you know change his standing and? In the pecking order, or, or are you just the guy that's in the right place at the right time at that moment? I think Celtic fans will feel maybe a bit of justification because they've asked, been asking for him to yeah. play, and he comes on and makes a difference. But I think he's right. I think we've we've we spoke about it early parts of the season when he played in uh, in a couple of games. He didn't look quite as convincing, even in the clean sheet that Dazza was talking about. Ibrox, I thought Scales was excellent that game, whereas I felt Lagabelka was given. Rangers one or two chances, but I was actually going to ask Kevin the question because he never mentioned Liam Scales there, and I feel as if. Disrespect is the wrong word But I feel as if it's gone under the radar How well Liam Scales has actually done Listen, he never cost five million He's not got a fancy name He's not came for a fancy big club But for me I think he's been really, really good Since he's came back And it almost feels as if Celtic fans at times Are already trying to edge him out As if he's not the answer long term Is that how you feel, Kevin? Andy, you've picked me up absolutely 100% incorrect The reason I've no mentioned him Is because that boy doesn't need mentioned He's been one of your best players this season Apart from Matt O'Reilly player of the season is Celtic so far you've got Matt O'Reilly and then it's Liam Scales so I don't know where you're getting the, Andy I don't know where you're getting the Liam Scales I've not listened to the show that often recently because he won so I don't know where you're getting the Celtic fans are putting him under the radar because any Celtic fan I've spoken to they've, they've said the boy's absolutely fantastic so I, no, I kind of know I kind of know what Andy means I, d- I don't think it was a case of it just felt like in the last few games, Gordon, it was maybe maybe one or two people then, not loads or whatever. It felt like some were just waiting to say, ah, see, Liam Scales started the season well, but knew, knew he wouldn't cut it at this level. I, mean, I, saw, I saw a few of those. I saw a good few of those on Sunday or whatever yeah, day the Kelly, game was. After Kelly, we had a couple. Of, a yeah. couple um, but if that, that's, that's a huge response last night, isn't it, from him? Yeah, I, I gave him my money match. I know what uh, Andy's talking about, young Welsh coming in there. I thought he was brilliant for the fact that he hadn't played football and thrown into that sort of a pressure game for them to go and get a victory. But I thought Scales was just outstanding. Mm. I thought, I, I, I really did. I, maybe I was like the rest. I watched him um, live on Sunday down at Rugby Park and a little bit like some Celtic fans are thinking, is he starting to take a slight dip? Because I think he, such, he set such a high bar when he came in at first so no he's definitely um, been terrific for him thank you Kevin what about tonight's game as well if you want to look ahead to Seville pick up that phone right now and if you go to Clyde1.com we've actually got a range of presents for us to hand out just in time for Christmas with our online competition presents under the tree you can win an exclusive 13 person Grand Prix VR experience at VR simulators it is the ultimate 5D racing experience it's got the full motion seats wind generation as well over 185 cars and 100 tracks to choose from. It's a great day out. If you think, you know, the family, your friends, stag and hendos, Christmas parties, whatever it may be, go to Clyde1.com for your chance to win. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Listen and watch. Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. 
taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Oh, big drama. Big, big drama in the Clyde One Super Scoreboard studio. Um, Gordon DL, he's been getting changed for the Clyde One Christmas party at the break. He's realised uh, he's brought a black jacket. In navy trousers, it's just that's just a faux pas. It's just not. It's just not going to work. Don't exaggerate. <laughs> Andy Halliday. Navy. Why, why, why do you bring it for the camera? It's a no, beauty of the live a, stream. It's all about the people that's phoning. It's not about my dress code. <laughs> that is that. That is a black jacket. It's a lovely navy blue. It says it on it. Do you want a hoodie just in case? I probably need that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all so all planned out. Oh, I can't believe. I I don't know. I think it's a light, but I'm sure it was blue. Oof. Well, I wish you well, regardless. I'll go I'm, home sure then. I'm sure the listeners, <laughs> I'm sure the listeners are really worried about you. Can you, can you handle this the last half hour? Right, we're going to speak to Justin, who's a Rangers fan, in just a second. But let me give you this question first. The full time teaser with sliding wardrobe solutions, East Kilbride. Slat wall panels available in seven colours. Now in stock at East Kilbride at competitive prices. Still 2 0 Aberdeen, by the way. Eintracht Frankfurt going from a 5 1 win against Bayern Munich to a 2 0 defeat against Aberdeen is quite the turnaround. Um, four minutes of the 90 remaining in that one, right? Thanks to Michael in Townhead for sending this question in. It's pretty oh. straightforward. Before last night, can you name the last nine players to score for Celtic in a Champions League group stage game that they won? So before, what's the sigh, Andy? Not your special not subject. Special you know, subject not, at all. Before last night, can you name the last nine players to score for Celtic in the Champions League group stage in a game that they won? Forest. Yes, First against one I know. Ajax 2013. Okay. Scott Brown. Mm, strange choice for me. No. Did the champ score that game? Mm, you're maybe thinking Lazio uh, or Anderlecht, no. Honestly, I've no clue, I'll be guessing. Did no, I'll we'll, nothing I'll be guessing. It will, um, Keep going. Dembele. No. Edward. Edward. No. Griffiths. Larson. Griffiths, yes, Larson. Griffiths. No. Come on, Andy. You should know your Celtic stuff. I think of like relative periods of success or like, you know, some, some big results or... That's famous results Larson. or whatever but it's the last nine ha, hey, Hearts and Sutton no McGregor no McGeady no I'll tell you who Nakamura oh my goodness Nakamura no, man you it's not no he's That's not ridiculous. he's not in the last we're only going as far back as 2012 for the last nine Sinclair yes Anderlecht 2017 Alright that's three down Seven to get Thanks to Michael For sending it in And it's full time At Clyde1.com If you want to send your questions Justin is a Rangers fan Oh what's happened here Because the screen said Justin in the city centre And it's changed to Justin In the stadium in Seville We are yes We're well, in the stadium just now The teams have just come out To warm up I find that really heartwarming Justin That you go all that way The game's about to kick off When you're thinking about us I couldn't have missed you out, guys. I'd feel Brilliant. left out if I didn't speak to you about it. Brilliant. <laughs> what are you thinking then tonight? Um, we've just seen the team. Um, most of the Rangers fans that we've spoken to are a wee bit nervous that Deathers is up front. Um, everybody that we've been speaking to today has been really keen to see Seema, maybe Matondo and McCausland up front of three, especially since uh, Cantwell's out. We thought that gave us a lot of pace up front. But uh, a wee bit nervous that the, the death will start to make me is a wee bit more pedestrian and a wee bit more defensive. But it's honestly seeing 
the Rangers fans and, and fine voice, and it's uh, a good atmosphere, really good atmosphere. But uh, just really looking forward to it. And the, I keep, we, we kind of say this every time he plays Big Night for Serial Dessers to try and show that usually it's just to show that he can step in. Now is it to show that he can step up after that news that Danilo's going to miss, what was it, several months, I think was the quote from Philippe Clement. Yeah, so it seems as if he's going to be the number nine from now to at least January. And again, the reason it's going to be so big is because when January comes, I don't think there's any doubt that Rangers will be dipping into the market for an R striker. So he's got to show that he can lead the line with, with massive games coming up. It's, especially the two we've got in the, uh, for the remainder of this week but for me Sam Lammers as well um, I think Todd Campbell when he comes back and, and Tom Lawrence are, are obviously fighting for that position but I think that's an area where you know, Sam, uh, Sam Lammers got a real opportunity again tonight to show that he's uh, he's got more to offer at Rangers yeah, It's him and Dessers Gordon isn't it they're, they're still the ones that just need to prove more Yeah I can understand that the Rangers fans looking at Seema through the middle I think he could do that job but He's getting a good return where he's playing, just off the, the left-hand side, Gordon. Desers, he got his goal at the weekend. So, he's a centre-forward. You've got to put a bit of trust in him. Um, so, the big one for me is, I think Lammers needs a big night. I really do. I think he needs to really step up to the plate. And no better time than tonight in an important game away from home. But I think that's about the best that... With what he's got at his disposal, the best Rangers starting eleven for me. Justin, how important is Europa League progression to you? You know, what what would you feel if it was dropping into the the Conference League? I'm trying to get a sense of just how how important you see tonight. We know there's a big game in the cup final on Sunday as well. What what are your your kind of thoughts on on your, your hopes and aims for the next couple of days? Can you win it's just possible. just win the lot? Is it as simple as that? It, it kind of is, aye. I mean, I, I, to, to be honest with you, as, as a Rangers fan, I know a lot of Rangers fans are saying we're, we're guaranteed Europe after Christmas and the, the Conference League and stuff like that, but we want to be playing in the Europa League. We want to be playing in the Champions League. We, we don't get better as a team without playing against better teams. And I get that, you know, West Ham won the Conference League last season and that was a, it's a European trophy. And a lot of the consensus is, you know, we'll we maybe have a, a better chance of potentially doing something in it. But for me as a Rangers fan, you want to play in the, the, the bigger tournaments against the better teams. And I think the Europa League is at a level. I think tonight we've got a chance to go and, and prove that we are a good team. Yes, we've got a weakened team, but to me, we've got to be looking at one of both of them. Um, we've got to be looking at one of both of them, and there's no real reason why we can't, if I'm, in my opinion. Sorry to bring back bad memories if you were. Were you in Seville for the Europa League final? I was. You've yeah, decided to return. You've decided to return. I thought it would put you off for life. Hopefully, we'll come back with a better memory of it. I mean, don't be wrong, when we came out with great fun and great experience, but hopefully we'll be coming back with a better memory of the game and, uh, as I say, still be in the Europa League as of tomorrow. Right, we'll let you go 25 minutes away. Sounds a bit quiet, though. Maybe mm. it'll get livelier before it kicks off. Thank you to Justin. Cheers, guys. There we go. I'm not seriously. You That's two, brilliant. You, you two are a big deal. Think about that. 25 minutes away, you've been out with the guys for a couple of days on a foreign trip and you think, I don't know who I need to phone. Mm. I don't think it's anything to do with Andy and I. <laughs> I'll do that. We, MD could be sitting here. Two cardboard boxes. No, I think you're doing yourself. I think they're still finding the power of the show, the power of the Clyde power of, Super yeah, scoreboard. Super scoreboard takes all the credit. I'd, I'd imagine this Christmas party there'll be a there'll be a TV in preparation for the show tomorrow night. We need to do your homework. Wouldn't you? <laughs> That's a good point. That's mm, a very good point. Yes, Andy.
Yeah. And you'll be on at the weekend as well. You'll need yeah, to get oh, I'll in be, the I'll be rooted to TV. Do you want to um, reveal to the audience which city centre location you're going to so that fans could come for like a meet and greet with you or you just leave a bit of like mystery to it? No, I'm always yeah, open to no, my, my, my George, George Bowie won't thank you for that. So I wouldn't if I George was is not gone. Is he not? No. Ah, so fine. there's only one big celeb there, right? Um, Mark, do you know why Mark Wilson's running late? He's yes. going to have to come late because he's on a first aid yeah. course. He's in a headache. Yeah. <laughs> He's in a first aid course. <laughs> I've had to do that for the coaching. Yeah, that must yeah. be the same thing then. I was with him a day. He's, He's really enjoying it. I've got to say, well, the first aid course. Yeah. Well, he said what, it's, he, it's important. Yeah, oh, of course it is. I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking it as such. I mean, he did say that the best preparation's been sitting every Thursday night with a big dummy next to him for the last <laughs> to do a few years. It's, it's, also, it's also important after this man's had a few shandies by 10 o'clock. He'll be, sta be standing with one tonight. You'll be in the recovery position no, by 11. No, I'm, I'm driving tonight. Are you actually? <laughs> so yeah. I'm for now. For well, now. I, know I was on the car last year, remember? Yeah, but you were yeah. going through a bit of a Detox last year. I feel yeah. like that's that's not really the case. You need to dive home. But look, look, look at the colour of that jacket for you. It's, it's so black. black. It's not even remotely it's, black. It's, it's dark blue. You know it is. <laughs> um, right. Let's get the full time story from full time story from Pataudry. Dave Galloway. What a night. Yeah, absolutely, Gordon. A uh, very good performance by uh, Barry Robson's side, and you can hear clearly what the, the fans uh, make of that. They're chanting, bring on the Rangers. Aberdeen 2, Eintracht, Frankfurt 0, with that uh, League Cup final against Rangers just around the corner. Aberdeen made eight changes to their starting lineup. Eintracht, who showed six changes themselves to early control and dominated possession, knocking the ball about very confidently. However, after 41 minutes, the Dons took the lead with a very well-worked goal. Duke played a lovely one-two with Shade and Morris, and when the cross came in, Duke had a simple task to slide the ball home to send his team in at the interval, 1-0 ahead. And it was nearly 2-0 when Morris and Duke again combined well. Ryan Duncan looked certain to convert to Morris's pinpoint cross, but a defender popped up and managed to clear the danger. Eintracht seeing plenty of the ball in the second half as they did in the first but the home defence stood firm once again Slobodan Rubicic and Richard Jensen making crucial clearances Aberdeen doubled their lead with a brilliant goal on 75 minutes a wonderful ball over the top from Dante Polvara Esther Sockler raced onto it and showed really good composure as he drilled the ball into the top corner Barry Robson's side have scored incidentally in every group game this season and this result sets them up perfectly for the cup final at Hamden on Sunday. It finished Aberdeen 2, Eintracht Frankfurt 0. I get it. I'm not saying we go down the glorious failure route or, or start kind of polishing up failures and trying to make out that it's it's brilliant and we need to aim higher, etc, etc. I get all that. But I want overall Aberdeen, right? Six points. As Dave says, scored in every game. That's a really That was a famous win there at home against Eintracht Frankfurt. With the best will in the world, that was a tough group. Pauk and Eintracht Frankfurt are clearly ranked way above Aberdeen they've come third six points which is more points than the vast majority of the third place teams in all the other groups and and even on top of that probably played quite well within the yeah. defeats as well C can they actually be relatively <laughs> content with their European campaign absolutely and I, I'll go the other way there's almost a what if scenario where two draws against Helsinki 
if they could have won one of the games, especially yeah. at the home game. And listen, they were uh, they were one up against Frankfurt away, and, and were holding out for such a long period of time. So they've been in a lot, a lot of games. Uh, obviously, you mentioned it earlier, the 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 Pout game at home, Pout game away, a, another draw. So. They've, they've more than competed in every game in the, in the group stage so far. Yeah, well done to Aberdeen, coefficient points and money and all the rest of it as well tonight. So well done to them. It's, that's just a great win in its own right and that will do the conference no harm at all going in to Sunday's League Cup final. We're building up to kick off in Seville. What have you two got in the teaser? We're looking for the last nine players before last night to score for Celtic in a Champions League group game that they won. Sinclair, Griffiths and Forrest. It's Tony Watt one. Yes. Quite a well-known mm, goal, in case you yeah. hadn't heard. And well, they one Yama. Yes, same game. Oh, yeah. What about Mustav? Gary Hooper. Gary Hooper against Spartak. Yes, we'll get the rest of the answers after I tell you about this. Cash for Kids Mission Christmas with J and D Pierce, Scotland's premier structural steel specialist, changing landscapes across the UK. Take out the phone, text CAR to 84901, C-A-R to 84901. That will donate £5 to Cash for Kids, children right here in our communities that need your help. And it puts you in the draw for a brand new BMW 1 Series, thanks to Arnold Clark. I genuinely cannot see a downside to that plan. Of course, the text will cost a standard network rate message as well. But £5 to local children to give them food on the table, clothes on their back, Heating in the house at Christmas, that that sort of thing. That's what we're talking here. Uh, and you might get a brand new car as well. It's a lovely car as well. It has to be said, it's got the heated sports seats, digital cockpit with Apple CarPlay, M Sport bodywork. It's a lovely, lovely car. And it could be yours, but lines and entries close 6pm this Saturday, the 16th of December. It's over 18s only, and full T's and C's are at Clyde1.com. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Handy Halliday is here Gordon DL is still technically with us If you would just please It's like looking after a child Wheel yourself back Here he comes Where have you been? What have you lost? You seem very stressed over there in the corner of the studio Lost my gel so something weird about a 61 year old man complaining that he's lost his hair gel. Oh, I've got to flick it up. Wait, 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 uh, keep out my eyes. Wait, 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 Shockwaves. No, it's just a wee golden thing. Wet look. It looks, boom, dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking this Christmas night out really serious. I wonder why. I know. I can't look. It's, it's the season it's to be jolly. One, it's my one night out a year, Andy. I don't <laughs> give it the cash for kids lunch on Friday. <laughs> that was an afternoon. This is a I'd night. turned into a night. It didn't. I was home by half past six. Do you know um, what he was telling me as well? I don't even know if I'm allowed to reveal this too late, no. so I'm going to do it anyway. Um, no, not that. <laughs> Jeez. Right. I'm, not, I'm not silly. Um, apparently, him and Mark Wilson, it's like the, the, their own little duo, they've, be, they've apparently been away uh, filming some sort of hot wings challenge for mm. a well-known local football podcast, Andy Haldy. Yep. Have you ever heard of that? that? Does that ring a bell? I think so. I think I've just heard it. Big celebs get invited to do things like that. How's oh, your backside? No, no, I do with that. My my mouth was incredible. You should have seen Wilson have <laughs> the tears. Oh, don't, I mean, don't spoil it for when the video is released. But oh my goodness, He's, you, just watch it for Wilson. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> was he in bits? Was he? Oh, bits. I like that. Oh, anyway, right. Time, it looks like he'd just been freed by Celtic again. <laughs> <laughs> We're building up to kick off. 
uh, in Seville We'll go there very soon uh, What about this teaser we're looking for before last night The last nine players to score for Celtic In a Champions League group stage game that they won Sinclair, Griffiths, Forrest, Hooper, Watt, Wanyama A man that's in the teaser every time Kenny Miller Friend of the show, no Oh no okay. Giorgio Samaras oh. Also no Fantastic. Chris Collins. Yes, Spartak 2012 <coughs> You've got one more from that Anderlecht game Which was the last game Celtic won before last night And one more from the Ajax game Which was the last home game before last night that Celtic won Joel Edley? No, but you've got two to get So Roger. we'll try and get them No, before the end of the show Still got a bit of time What else is out there? I don't think we've got time to squeeze many more uh, calls in Great win for Aberdeen Do you know what just keeps popping up in my Twitter feed tonight Over and over again Antoine Griezmann He's a real favourite of yours Brilliant Um so he's been speaking about his uh, football manager career and what he's up to and apparently he's, he's managing Blackburn Rovers and his star signing is Calvin Ramsey. No way. <laughs> just like when Scottish football just crops up in like the weirdest places. So he's actually gone on. The truth is he said, I can't remember his name, but I've signed a young Scottish oh, right back that's horrible. from, from oh, Liverpool. That's horrible. He's star signing, I can't remember his and name. And it's his, it's his star signing. I was like that throughout my career as a manager. Just sign Andy. Yeah. Have you ever played football manager? Never ever of course made it. No, that's definitely right up your street. Love it. What's like your what's like your love it? What's top of your CV? What's your best achievement? Uh Wrexham to Champions League spot. I don't think I ever won the league. Wow. How long did, what how many seasons is that? About ten or twelve or something. <laughs> you your speak to big that was my uh, that was my like my go-to for away, away trips, European trips, and the plane. And so who was like? What, what did the Wrexham you know team look like? It's a great question. Any big names? No, South American wonder kids by the end. Of it to be honest, yeah, scouting like far yeah, away. I can't remember any local talent, shall we say? I like that's even better though. You've just sort of you know really thrown the net out there yeah. to see what gems uh, you can come I up with. Am I saying that I seen was it Ange Postecoglou the other day? No, say he was a big football manager. Yeah, who did he take again? Oh, uh, no, no. <laughs> it looks like he's playing it at the moment. Oh, it was like, was it like Swindon or something like that? Yeah, it was something like Some, that. Something like that. Oh, goodness. I think we should get. Listen, that that, that is you. Think about it. You are still a frustrated football manager deep down, mm -hmm. but you don't really like going out to football games and you can't be bothered with the hassle. So let's just play it on the computer rather than trying yeah. to be one. By the way, I, I think there's a place for scouting just purely through football manager. For well, real life football, they do take the stats side of it quite well, very seriously, don't and they? It's, it's well, it's well researched. Yep. And how much money do you get? Well, it depends where you go. Exactly. It's all your budget in relative terms. And was South End. South End. So yeah. you can pick a you can pick a team to go and yeah, manage. For goodness' sake. Is cool. it? Yeah. Who'd you want to manage? Andy, pick. Who would you go? Any team. Who would I go? Mm -hmm. um, probably Luton. Some Motherwell fan, that. Huh? Mm. No, it's near the airport. You can get a lot. Of, he can get a lot of, a lot of players in and easy, easy jet, cheap flights. <laughs> I've got my costs already, son. I hear, I'm expensing. I hear Prestwick United are looking for a team as well. Right, let's go back to Seville for a final recap of teams with Andrew McLean. 
Yeah, well, the Rangers fans up in the far corner, up in the gods, are in full voice at the moment. The home end not quite full, however, there is a few Rangers fans dotted about the home end as well. Rangers looking to add a bit of positivity to their poor record in Spain. They've never beaten a Spanish side in Spain. One win in 15 competitive matches in Spain. The only one was that Cup Winners' Cup final in Barcelona in 1972. It's not quite that occasion tonight, but it's still a big game, a lot on the line, a win, and Rangers top the group, guaranteed to head into the last 16 of the Europa League. If they don't win, they need to hope Sparta Prague don't win against Aris Limassol in Cyprus. If that is the case, they finish second. If not, it'll be Conference League football for Rangers. If we have a look at the team, I was just watching them warm up there. I wonder what kit they're wearing because the players had their blue shorts on, so if they're copying Gordon DL, they'll probably have black jerseys on tonight, but we'll see. The starting lineup: Jack Butland in goal, the back four, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Ben Davies and Borna Barisic. John Lundstrom and Jose Cifuentes, the two holding midfielders. Ross McCausland, Sam Lammers and Abdallah Siba in behind Serial Dessers. You take a look at the Real Betis team as well. Rangers have their injury issues as the Real Betis, but that midfield trio, they've got William Carvalho, 80 caps for Portugal. Andres Guardado, 179 caps for Mexico. And Isco, their magic man in the number 10 role, 38 times he's been capped by Spain so they do have that quality but Philip Clement is a positive man he wants to get that result to set them up for a big big week ahead Andrew McLean with a sterling professional job there on the Rangers team great build up big occasion completely ruined by an absolute clown in the studio who has spilled his coffee all over the desk do you know like that one person in the class that does something daft and ruins it for everybody else? Mm. I'm sure we were told we weren't allowed drinks on this new fancy desk. We sometimes try and get away with it. You've mm. gone and spilt your coffee. I've spoiled and that'll it. that'll be the end of it. Look at the state of that. Has that gone on your shirt for the night out? I don't know. I'm scared to look <laughs> down. Are you okay? Who's doing that? It's went over his black jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those Andy gave me. I'll move the ball. Sit that. Oh, brilliant. So you've actually mopped it up with like the information pack that we give you for the yeah, show as well. It's no good to him do that, is it? It is. Look, we can all make mistakes. It's Christmas. <laughs> he is one of a kind. Right, anyway, on the the game tonight, predictions. I need, a, I need like a score line and a sort of where Rangers are going to end up, how it's going to go for them. I think. I think a worry is I think Rangers might need help from elsewhere. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see a draw at better tonight. Which would mean? that Which would mean a Sparta Prague win, Rangers are third. Ooh, Gordon DL, will Rangers do it tonight? Uh, no, I think they're under pressure. I think the Betis with their home record, I think will just be too strong. So I'll go 2-1. Right, quick, I need two more on the teaser. Who scored against Anderlecht for Celtic, apart from Sinclair and Griffiths? And who scored against Ajax for Celtic, apart from Forrest? Shot him from? Nope. Kyle? Yes, I mean, obviously somebody's bah, text somebody's you that. Text you never that I, I'm too busy mop, mop my mess. Last one. Is he, has he also been a pundit on the show? No, absolutely not. But a very Brendan Rodgers first spell player. A couple of loan spells, very popular. Tricky winger. Patrick Roberts. Patrick Roberts, well done. Andy Haldy, thanks for joining us. Gordon DL, mop up your coffee. Yeah. Um, You'll be fine by Saturday for the after the Christmas night out tonight. All we need is that you're fit by Saturday. I'll lunchtime. be fit by tomorrow, Gordon. Good. Uh, thanks for listening. It was a pleasure. Big night for Rangers. Well done, Aberdeen. Whatever happens, we will look back on it tomorrow night. And of course, then 
uh, intensify the build-up to the League Cup final as well. So, so much to look forward to. We will be back at six o'clock tomorrow uh, and enjoy the rest of your night.